Hi, and welcome to the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. I'm your co-host, Bethany. I'm your co-host, Elisa. And I'm your co-host, Anna. We are three young women who are passionate to see God worshipped among all the nations. Our goal is not to tell you what you should and should not do or believe, but we invite you to journey with us as we discover God's heart for the nations. We hope you join us on this journey. Hi, everyone. We're so happy to have you back on the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. This season, we are discussing stories of God's faithfulness. And so we decided that it'd be super fun to just get in the word with you guys um, and sort of do it like devotional style, where we just read different passages of scripture about the gospel and about how they relate to God's heart for the nations um, and just apply them to our daily lives also so that you guys can get to know um, us and our stories and what's happening in our lives as well as rooting it in God's word. Um, Anna, will you pray for us to start? Yeah, absolutely. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you are a God who has revealed your heart to us, Lord. Thank you, God, for your word and um, for the book of Romans that we're going to get to look into, Lord. I just pray that as we talk about life through the spirit, that, Lord, you would help us, that these would not just be words that we preach to ourselves, but, Lord, words that we abide by, a life that we choose to live, God, contrary to our old ways of living, God. And so I pray that you would speak to us through your word um, as we look into your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so today we're going to go through Romans chapter 8, verse um, 1 to 11. So, if you turn with us to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending his own Son, in the likeness of sinful men to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful men, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful men is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. (laughs) I just love even like verse one because... Going back through the past like seven chapters of Romans, it's all about the law and the righteous and the unrighteous and the condemnation that the law brings because of sin. And then just starting with, 
but now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's this total distinction of like, okay, but that was like all gone because now we have the life and the spirit. And it just brings this new meaning to what it means to like be actually free. Um, I think we talk a lot about freedom in our culture of like, oh, but like I'm free to this. And we love in America, like we love our freedom. But like mm-hmm. Paul talking about freedom in this context is from the law and from sin itself. And so talking about the slavery that sin brings, like slaves to the flesh. But now the law of the spirit of life has set us free is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's like, in addition to that, I think it's it, what makes it also even more powerful is that that's only something that Jesus can do. Right. I think in the previous passage passages, when Paul talks about the law, he says that like, the law just really reveals a sin, right? But it only shows the problem. You can't solve that. It can't save you, right? But Jesus is the one who came to save. And I think that that's, yeah, that's so, that's, that is very beautiful about this passage. And it just, I feel like Paul is really comparing life um, that's living according to the sinful nature and also life that's living by the spirit. Because it seems to be very, very different from each other. It doesn't seem like you can have both. It's either one or the other because they contradict each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so what do you guys think about, what do you think about that contrast that Paul is trying to, trying to get at? I love like verses like five to seven in that for those who live according to the flesh set their minds Mm. on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. It reminds me of like, yeah, just like what it means to fix our eyes and to set our minds on the things above. Is that, is that Colossians? I can't remember. I feel like that's Corinthians, right? Wait, maybe it is Corinthians. They're all written by Paul, so <laughs> I want to be surprised. Letters, guys, <laughs> in Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three. Chapter three was to set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And then verse three says, "For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God." Mm-hmm. It's like you're given a new mission. You know, like the commander is different. Like you're no mm-hmm. longer serving, serving the world. Yeah. In yourself. And it's so interesting to see like the outworking of like God's love in that sense, particularly because with the law, it's sort of this like external, like striving. Like you're trying to achieve a goal that you're never going to actually be able to reach because of our sinful nature and because we're in the flesh. But then with the life in the spirit, it's this total outflowing. Like we, because of the spirit that resides like in us and works through us, our minds are now set upon these things. And because of that, then the outflow of the spirit 
is this like totally new like outlook on life and it brings the life and the peace um and just like this submission to the spirit that we can have in continually setting up our minds upon him too yeah yeah i like the submission because if we submit to sin in verse 10 says but if christ is in you your body is dead because of sin yet your spirit spirit is alive because of righteousness and if you think about like freedom in terms of being free to do what we think is good that's ultimately um being dead um so again that perspective of what does um life mean from the perspective of god Yeah. And I think it just makes me like so grateful to God that He would like that He would give us a spirit. Because apart from apart from God's spirit, like we're nothing, right? We're just people who are powerless. We're weak. We're we're weak. We're like we're hostile to God, you know? And but God sent Jesus to save us so that we can live something better. Like he can give us a new life, which he does, right? Like even in verse 11, it says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, like the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, really think about that. Like that's powerful. Like the resurrection, you know, that same spirit is a spirit that is living inside of us, you know, and I think what it really comes down to is first recognizing that our body is dead because as we still think that there's some good in us, if we still think that we're still able to do something, we're never going to confess that we really, really need God like entirely. Right. But in order to really taste like this full power of the spirit is to recognize like God, really, if apart from your spirit, I am nothing, I can do nothing. And I think that's, that's like, the beauty of it you know Mm -hmm. like his spirit lives in us Mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting too like verse three by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin he condemned sin in the flesh Mm -hmm. in order that the righteousness requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us Mm -hmm. who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit pointing like to the necessity of the incarnation Mm -hmm. and how humbling it was for Jesus, the perfect, holy, set apart son of God to be a man is like a huge deal, especially thinking about like the temple um, of the Old Testament and like the Holy of Holies, like where only the high priests can go like into God's presence and then thinking that that through the incarnation, um, now Jesus is like a man with the likeness of sinful flesh mm-hmm. and humility to the point of being tempted. And then humility to the point of dying a death on the cross and being not only just in the likeness, but also condemned um, because of us is like, mm-hmm. It's so humbling and 
it's like the fact that Jesus would just do that like out of love and I think just being reminded of that every day just yeah brings my heart back into the it's like humble submission mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's so good from start to ending it's all about what God is able to do yeah um, despite mm-hmm. our sinfulness like um nothing we did deserve um God being condemned but mm-hmm. because of his love and then nothing that we do apart from God or the um, from the Holy Spirit um, is like nothing apart from God is a holy desire. So like throughout, throughout from the beginning to the end is just God's working in us, and that's really humbling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to frame. I feel like we do this already but just thinking about how we're resurrected like thinking about our salvation as a moment of resurrection mm-hmm. because we our flesh was totally dead like weak but also dead right. and like literally brought back to life by the spirit mm-hmm. yeah that contrast yeah mm-hmm. I think this passage is especially also like really meaningful for me is I like personally I sometimes struggle a lot with believing that there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ because when I the more that I walk with God and the more that I see my sinfulness the more that I struggle with guilt and shame like why would God ever love someone like me like Jesus to die for me and paid for all of my sins yet I continue to sin like there's no way that I can come into God's presence, you know, like, and I think this passage just really shows that, you know, sometimes in our struggle, or even in my own struggle with guilt and shame, there's, it's really tempting to fall into self-pity, so self-pity, like, wow, like, God would never love me, which those are not true, like, if we look at this passage, God loves us a lot, and it's about, having having the spirit literally transform our mind so that we can believe that truth and just and to believe the truth more than more than the lie mm-hmm. and the accusation mm-hmm. right to recognize yeah like i am undeserving like apart from the mm-hmm. spirit i am dead and that is why this passage is so important that is why I need the spirit. It's because I'm not perfect. And that is why I need the spirit. And so I think for me, like an application from this passage is asking God um, that his spirit would help me to have that different mindset because it really mm-hmm. start with the mind, right? To, mm-hmm. Yeah, to, that, to taste the love of Christ, but to recognize that because I'm imperfect, that is why the more that I need the spirit, right? and um mm. yeah to respond in humility yeah mm-hmm. it sort of like starts with the mind and then like later i think in romans it says but like be transformed by the renewal of your mind and just looking at it like how can i renew my mind 
every single day, every single moment. And I think so much of it is just through like clicking like reset and doing that by like not being conformed to this world, but by being immersed in the word and immersed in the gospel. It sounds like so simple and so easy in theory, but like being able to remind ourselves of the gospel and like preach it over ourselves. I think we've talked about this a lot before. Yeah. Um, is like really what it so much of what it means to live a life in the spirit. Right. Like I actually thought about an example, like in the world, you know how there's like positive talk to yourself, like reaffirm free reaffirmation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know how mm-hmm. like you say these like at least like what the world teaches sound like the self-care, like you preach these mm-hmm. new- right but like even more so as christians like what you're saying right bethany like in the in the bible like that is what we're called to do like to we can't just empty our minds and think that it's going to be like there's nothing there like something else is going to fill it so if we empty it of all of our you know sinfulness will allow god to help us do that then fill it with his word then in our mind is just like we're meditating on god's word right we're believing that these words are true but if we never look at the word of god if we never look at the truth how are we going to know what is truth how are we going to be able to to ourselves when when accusations arise or when lies come into our hearts right like we need we need the weapon of god's word (laughs) yeah yeah because we're being attacked by lies and like it's like the default of my human mind is lies I see that throughout every single day like so many moments it's like lies lies constantly through my head and it really is like needing the renewal of my mind by remembering the truth like this constant like remembrance of the gospel Mm yeah and I think that's also like a spiritual discipline, right? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. what I've been trying to do more um, is just memorize scripture. Because I think like when you memorize mm-hmm. scripture, you have scripture ready on hand, you know, to preach to yourself mm-hmm. and all that that's not there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys have any final, final thoughts? Things that you guys want to add? What Bethany just now said about how gospel is the truth instead of it being true. And I was just reading yesterday how like there's a difference, like it can be true, but is it the standard of truth? And do we view mm-hmm. God's word as that standard? Do we compare everything to God's word instead of comparing God's word mm-hmm. um, to mm-hmm. other things, mm-hmm. other things that we see as true? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so cool to see like how scripture will like be in your heart almost almost sometimes even more than you like realize. Like I just feel like so many times when I'm praying, there's just like so many scriptures that just like flow out. And I was like, I didn't even like I didn't intend to memorize these, but it it's just because of the like daily remembrance and it doesn't like God's word does not come back void or like fruitless every single time you're in it it produces fruit in some way and you might not have any idea how it how it is um but it does and it's really beautiful to see like 
just the spirit working in that sense of like bringing to mind things that I didn't even know existed in my in my soul yeah it's Mm -hmm. so life-giving yeah Mm. yeah Mm. should we close in prayer yeah 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 (laughs) should i pray (laughs) sure bethany you can close this okay okay (laughs) father god we just come before you um with humility we draw near to you with confidence too father just knowing that you're the law of the spirit of life is working through us father i just praise you so deeply because there is now therefore no condemnation because we are in you and we just recognize the blessing of the spirit that you've given us that you've given us and for how you have totally resurrected our souls jesus I thank you for the truth of the gospel and that it's not just something that is true, Father, but it is the truth uh, with a capital T, Jesus. So I I thank you that you have given it to us and that you have revealed yourself to us um, in this way, Father, and that you've given us your word to be able to be in every day. Um, I pray that we are able to remain in your word and abide in your soul and your spirit, um, Father, every single moment, um, and that we do produce the fruit of righteousness, Father, but that we would not um, take pride in our own fruit, Father, because it's not our own, but that we just give it to you and that we recognize that it's from you. Um, So I just pray against attacks of the enemy in in our hearts and in our spirits of lies, Father, I pray that we're able to overcome it with your truth. Um, and just pray for us as we go about our days that we would remember your gospel. And I just pray all these things in your son's holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our very first episode of this new season. Um, We hope that this time was also encouraging for you as you um, also meditated on Romans 8 with us. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everyone. We hope to see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.